Glory, 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 glory. It's another episode of Grace and Faith Podcast. Thank you for listening in. I'm grateful to God for the privilege to be able to bring God's word to you this day. I believe you're doing well. I believe you're basking in God's grace and God's goodness. Let's just say a word of prayer even as we go into God's word. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we look into your word, you will open our eyes to behold wondrous things from your word. Cause our hearts to comprehend the truth and the simplicity that is in your word. And help us to walk even in the light of this truth. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay, uh, we're still going to continue the Made Man series. It's still the Made Man series. And today, we're looking at Made Partakers. Made Partakers. I'll be reading from Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 to verse 12. It says, For this cause we also since the day we ate it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, trending with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Verse twelve, which is where I am going to exactly. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. You see, the more we realize what God has done and made available for us in Christ Jesus, the more we stay full of gratitude to Him. God has done so, so much for us. That if we begin to look at them, we will just stay full of gratitude. We will stay full of thanksgiving. We will stay full of appreciation. Hallelujah. I know whenever we say God has done so much for us, most times we think of um, maybe he delivered us from accidents. Beautiful. It's a good thing the Lord has done and we should give thanks to him for that. Maybe we got a promotion on our job. Thank God for that. Or maybe we even got a new job altogether. Thank God for that. Uh, maybe we got... um. We got married, thank God for that. We got a baby, thank God for that. Uh, we got uh, we got something good that we are praying or believing God for. Thank God for that. We should give thanks to God for that. But much more, if we begin to look at what God has done for us in and through Christ over 2,000 years ago, we will always be grateful to God. Always be grateful to God. You know, there's a song we used to sing back then. Um, it says, um, I love the man of Galilee, for he has done so very much for me. He has forgiven me all my sins and sent the Holy Ghost to me. I love the man of Galilee. Now, that's one of the things I'm talking about. He has forgiven our sins in Christ Jesus. 
He gave us His Holy Spirit. He has made us righteous. He has justified us. He has made us holy, made us acceptable to Him. These are things that we should always be grateful to God for. And He did all of this over 2,000 years ago. Glory to God. So when Paul said in Colossians 1-12, giving thanks unto the Father, it's a continuous thing. Uh, the New Living Translation says, always giving thanks, always. It's something we should do every point in time. We open our mouth to pray, we lift up our hands and say, Father, thank you for what you have done for me in Christ Jesus. Thank you for who you have made me to be. Thank you for who I am in Christ. Thank you for what I have. Thank you for where I am in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He has made us to sit together with Christ in the heavenly places, far above principality and power. He has placed us at his own right hand. Glory to God. So he said, giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now, the phrase, made us meet, in that test, in Colossians 1.12, means to have qualified. That is, God has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. So we can read that Colossians 1.12 again, saying that, giving thanks unto the Father, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. God has qualified us. Hallelujah. This is the work of God, independent of our contribution. Remember, our major test for this series, the Midman series, our major test is Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. Ephesians 2 verse 10, which, said, which says, um, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. The Good News Bible says that we are what God has made us to be. Ephesians 2.10, in good news, it said God has made us what we are. So when Bible says that he has made us partakers, it is not that we contributed to that. God made it so. God made us to be partakers. So our qualification for anything in God's kingdom is God's doing through the redemptive sacrifice of Jesus. So we are qualified for anything and everything because of what Jesus has done. He has made us partakers. He has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. This truth will eliminate every form of unbelief in laying out of what God has made available for you or receiving anything from God. God has made you a partaker. He has qualified you. Let your heart be established in this truth. If God has qualified you, you have no reason to disqualify yourself. Praise God. Speaking low of yourself in a way contrary to what God has said concerning you is not humility. God has qualified you. And you are saying that, oh, I'm not, I know I'm not God, I know I'm not qualified. I know I'm not worthy. That's wrong. It's very wrong. Why? Because God has qualified you. God has made you a partaker. God has made you worthy. So you don't go to the place of prayer and you want to pray and you're saying, God, I know I'm not qualified. I know I'm not worthy. That is not humility. As a matter of fact, it's, it's either of two things. Is that a arrogance in disguise? Arrogance in the sense that you are being proud to call yourself what God has called you or just ignorance on display. 
either of both is wrong. Either of both is not good. So you are to take sides with God. Submit to who he has made you to be. Acknowledge it at all times. Praise God. So you lift up your hands in gratitude to God and say, Thank God I'm qualified. Thank God he has made me a partaker. Thank God I am worthy. Hallelujah. It is not by what you've done. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. And so we are not boasting in ourselves. We are boasting in what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. And these things bring glory to God. They bring glory to God. You glorify God when you magnify the work of Christ. Hallelujah. You glorify God when you magnify the work of Christ. When you say who you are in Christ, you're bringing glory to God. When you acknowledge what he has done for you, you're bringing glory to God. Amen. So never change your mind concerning what God has called you. Maybe because you feel you don't measure up. The truth is you never measured up in the first place. He called you so because he made you so. I will say that again. You never measured up in the first place. So if God is saying something about you, that this is who you are, he's saying that because that is what he has made you to be. Just like when he called Abraham. Abraham, he called him Abraham, seeing your father of many nations. Even though he had no child, God called him that because God has made him that. So who has God made you to be? He has made you a partaker. Hallelujah. He has made you a partaker. You don't have to feel it. You don't have to think it is. It is that. It is what it is. <laughs> you are a partaker. Hallelujah. He has qualified you. He has made you worthy. Praise God. Look at what Paul said in Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 31 and 32. Romans 8, 31 and 32. It says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Now, how do we know that God is for us? Verse 32. It says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, so how do we know that God is for us and not against us? He gave us Jesus. He gave Jesus. He delivered up Jesus to die for our sins. He delivered up Jesus to die in our place. He delivered up Jesus to take our place. Praise God. So we know that God is for us. Because he gave Jesus to die for us. But Paul didn't stop there. He now went on. He said, how shall he not with him? That is, how shall God, will he not with him? That in there is Jesus. Also freely give us all things. So Paul is saying that considering the fact, considering the fact that God gave us Jesus, considering the fact that God delivered Jesus up for us all. And remember, God did this while we were still in sin. God did this while we were his enemies. God did this while we were still lost in the world. God gave up Jesus for us. Now said, considering the fact that God gave Jesus, how shall he know with him freely give us of all things? 
And so that means that there is nothing that is too good for you. Considering the fact that God could give you Jesus, he cannot withhold any other thing from you. For God to withhold any other thing for you, for you to even think that you're not qualified for any other thing, it will mean that you feel Jesus is of lesser worth or value to that thing you think you're not qualified for. Hallelujah. Don't disqualify yourself. Don't think this is too good for you. Nothing can be too good for a believer. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. God looked at you and discovered that, see, your worth is the blood of Jesus. Redemption. We were redeemed by the blood, by the precious blood of Jesus. Redemption, that's the price that was paid for us. If you want to know your value, if you want to know the value of a thing, you look at the price, the worth. So, for example, if, if I have a phone, for example, and they say, okay, the price of the phone is maybe $5,000. That means the, the, the worth, the value of that phone is $5,000. That's the price to be paid for it. And so God looked for souls. He looked at us and he said, okay, the value I'm going to place on these guys is the life of my son, Christ Jesus. Think about it for a moment. That God looked at you. I mean, he didn't send an angel. He didn't say a goat or a ram to die in your place. That would mean your value is that of a goat. You know, even in the Old Testament, when they were offering goats, sheep, and all, for, all sort of sacrifices, Bible calls that a shadow of the good things to come. In fact, Bible says that those things could never take away their sins. Never. It was all pointing to what Christ was coming to do. So God looked at us and says, I value this guy so much. They are worth so much. And then the value I'm going to place on them is the life of my son, Christ Jesus. And so God gave Jesus to die for us. Our value, our worth before God is the precious blood of his son, Christ Jesus. And so if God valued you that much to offer his own son who had no sin, blameless, faultless, he gave it to us, how shall he not freely give us of all things? How? Nothing can be better than that. Nothing can be better than that. So you are qualified for any good thing. You're qualified. You've been made partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. I know the Bible called it inheritance of the saints. You don't work for an inheritance. If you have to work for it, it is not an inheritance. Praise God. To take hold of an inheritance, all you need to be, all you need to do is to be an heir. So what you need to do is to be. What you need to do is to be. To partake of an inheritance, what you need to do is to be, to be an heir. And praise God, we are an heir of God. Joined heirs with Christ. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible calls us. And so we are partakers of every good thing that is in God, that is in Christ, that is in us. We can take hold of everything without an exception. Nothing is too good for you. Don't disqualify yourself. Don't say you are not worthy. Don't say you are not good enough. Don't say this is this is this is bigger than me. This ah no, this is this one. This one is ah is for is for people that are that are hope there spiritually. It's for people that are that are high there spiritually. Oh, it is the blood of Jesus that was shed for everybody and has put us all on the same um, platform to enjoy all that we have in God, in Christ Jesus. Praise God. So say it to yourself. 
I'm a partaker. God has qualified me. God has made me worthy to enjoy every good thing that is in Christ Jesus. God will not withhold any good thing from me. God will not keep away any good thing from me. He that delivered up his son for me, how shall he not with him also freely give me of all things? Praise God. This is who I am in Christ. This is who I am in Christ. Qualified, justified, accepted in the beloved, and have been made a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God for his word and thank God for his spirit. I believe this has been a great blessing to you. So I will encourage you, go ahead to share it with other believers, get them to listen to God's word, and they will also be blessed for doing so. Let's catch up again next week, Sunday. Cheers. Mm-hmm.